the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 30 There is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord. Hear the words of God and Solomon again. There is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord. Listener, if you doubt the God of the Bible is sovereign over your life and all other things in the universe, you will not doubt it after reading and musing on this proverb, Amen and Amen. Let all who know and love the Lord Jehovah say, Amen. For absolute statements of truth and dogmatic declarations of doctrine, here is one of the best. He alone is God, and no other being in heaven or earth can resist or question Him. Glory! He does His own will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. Confess any rebellion in your heart. Humble yourself at His feet. Praise and worship Him forever. He reduced the greatest monarch in the history of the world to a grass-eating ox until that man blessed and praised him as the king of heaven. You may read about this in Daniel chapter 4. It is recorded in the Chronicles of the Babylonian Empire. It was published throughout the whole earth in every known language to every known nation. That mighty monarch, Nebuchadnezzar, king of the Babylonians, wrote these words. And at the end of the days... I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up mine eyes unto heaven, and mine understanding returned unto me, and I blessed the Most High, and I praised and honored him that liveth forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom is from generation to generation, and all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing, and he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay his hand or say unto him, What doest thou? Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the king of heaven, all whose works are truth and his ways judgment. And those that walk in pride he is able to abase. Here is the beginning of wisdom, listener. Here is the fountain of understanding and the source of knowledge. Fully believing the sovereignty of the Lord Jehovah, God of the Bible, is the essential basis for right thinking and right living. Let every listener take careful heed. Mighty Pharaoh, absolute king and God of Egypt, said to Jehovah's preacher, Moses, Who is the Lord? that I should obey his voice to let Israel go. I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. After ravaging Egypt with ten plagues and killing the nation's firstborn, the Lord God took the wheels off Pharaoh's chariot and let him think about drowning before suffocating him under the waters of the Red Sea. Give God the glory. Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, 
thought Jehovah and Israel were limited to fighting successfully on hills. But God destroyed his army in the plain and by a falling wall. King Ahab thought he could disguise himself in battle and overthrow the Lord's prophecy of his death. But Jehovah sent a random arrow through a crack in his armor. Sennacherib, king of Assyria, blasphemed Jehovah profanely. He lost his army in a single night to the angel of the Lord, and his own sons murdered him while he was asking his pagan idol god why he had lost the battle so shamefully against Israel. Herod the Great thought he could avoid God's king by killing the children of Bethlehem, but he died miserably a few months later with Jesus safe in Egypt. Herod Agrippa I allowed the fawning citizens of Tyre and Sidon to flatter him as divine while seeking his political favor. But God killed him and had him eaten by worms. The Jews conspired to kill Jesus and eliminate this righteous man from their nation. But he returned with armies and miserably destroyed those murderers and burned up their city. They cried, We will not have this man to reign over us. They said, His blood be on us and on our children. And so it was. Jesus reigned over them anyway and avenged his blood in 70 A.D. with Roman armies. The Lord Jehovah is King of kings. He is Lord of lords. The President, Congress, Supreme Court, and all other elected and appointed officials of America should humble themselves before him. Any legislation, interpretation, or action contrary to his expressed will in the Holy Scriptures will soon receive frightful and horrific punishment. The warning of Psalm 2 is that all government officials should kiss the sun before he utterly destroys them. Korah and his cronies thought they could bark against Moses, so the Lord opened the earth and swallowed them and their families alive. Ananias and Sapphira thought they could lie regarding their real estate proceeds and church giving, but the Lord killed them in Acts chapter 5. Listener, do you honor the messenger God has sent you? God is the potter. Humanity is mere clay. Men do not have the right to even question him. He chooses some human clay for objects of his wrath and power by destroying them, and he chooses other human clay for objects of his glory and mercy. This may be found in Romans chapter 9, verses 19 through 24. Give God the glory. Humble yourself before him. Beg for his mercy. Evolutionists reject a creator, but they cannot evolve away death and their appointment to meet him at the horrifying bar of divine justice. Suicidal fools think they can end their guilt-producing conscience by self-murder, only to wake up facing the dread sovereign of heaven, declaring that murder deserves an eternal, conscious hell. Adam and Eve thought they could cover their guilt and shame with fig leaves and hide among the trees of the garden from Jehovah, just as men try to cover their sins and hide to this day. But Adam and Eve were discovered and condemned. Jonah thought he could escape his call to the ministry 
by fleeing to Tarshish. But the Lord sent a whale to correct him. There is no wisdom against the Lord's wisdom, so choose his wisdom. There is no wisdom against the Lord's providence, so humbly accept your circumstances with composure and contentment. There is no wisdom against the Lord's judgment, so obey him with a cheerful heart. There is no wisdom but what he gives and reveals, so ask for it and thank him. There is no knowledge but from God, so thank him for every morsel you have, or he will take it from you and then some. Start with the natural creation, then move to nature, then to conscience, and then to scripture. Humble yourself to worship the Creator God and reject any competitors. Retain Him in your knowledge or else. God's true ministers are assigned and ordained to make war against your imagination and thoughts. It is their duty to preach, Thus saith the Lord, which occurs 413 times in the Bible, which is to preach God's thoughts over and against yours. Those ministers are not even to waste their time with your foolish questions. If your pastor does not preach like this, find a new pastor. Do not imagine or think for a minute that you can sin and escape him knowing and judging your sin. Do not deceive yourself that you can compromise his rules of wisdom and succeed. Do not think you can take precautionary measures to deliver yourself from his judgment. Do not imagine that you have discovered better wisdom than his scriptures. Rather than resist or rebel, repent and reform. Maybe he will have mercy on you. How will you escape the Lord? What are you devising against his word even today? Be sure your sin will find you out. Does your hypocrisy deceive him? Will you weigh your good works before him? Will you move him with emotion in the day of judgment? You are a great fool if you trust any of these delusions. Beg him for mercy, now. Neither horses, chariots, princes, nor men can deliver you. You will stand naked before his throne of judgment, suspended by his mere will. For heaven and earth will have fled from his face and he will judge your every deed. Humble yourself before him today. Believe his word. Confess your sins and beg his mercy. Stand in awe of him and sin not. Prepare to meet thy God. Amen.